All righty. Welcome to episode six. Six? Yeah, episode six of What You Spinning. Uh, as per usual, I am Dorian. Joining me as always, we've got George. How are you doing today, pal? Getting good, man. Hell yeah. Jake, how are we doing, man? We are chilling. We're doing great. Hell yeah. Well, as usual, uh, introduced our albums for this week, last week, a little later episode this time. So this next album, the next uh, picks we're going to have are going to be singles and EPs. Uh, We'll get into that at the end of the at the end of the episode and have a brief little announcement as well. Uh, Anyway, Jacob, why don't you kick us off? Yeah. So last week. My pick for this week was um, Anderson Pack uh, Malibu. Um, this album is, oh boy, it's his second album, I want to say, right after Venice. Um, he had like a couple of mixtapes, I think. But I, yeah, I think. Yeah, he might have had mis- mixtapes and like singles and stuff, but his like actual like studio album, I think it's his second album. Yeah. Um, came out in 2016. Um, it's a banger. If you haven't heard it, definitely give it a listen. I want to, in my opinion, like, I want to say that it is, like, probably as good as, like, music gets. Um, for a lot of reasons. Um, one, the just the features on this album, um, like, who's on it. It's got great features. It's got uh, it's got the game. It's got Rhapsody. It's got Schoolboy Q. Um, it's got a bunch of rappers that are on it, but at the same time, it has a bunch of like R and B people on it. BJ the Chicago Kid. Yeah, it's got BJ the Chicago Kid. Um, it's got uh, it's got a great production too. Um, it's got Ninth Wonder production. It's got Adlib. Um, there's Kate a song on here. There's a song on there with um, the Free Nationals. So it's an album that really kind of is a mix of everything. It's a mix of hip hop, a mix of R&B, mm-hmm. and a mix of like soulful, like funky music. Um, it's like you could say, you could kind of fall in the category of like modern, modern modern soul modern funk like kind of neo soul you could say neo soul yeah yeah but it it really is like one of those albums that i think was so great especially coming from anderson pock like it was a big step up from like venice the album he made before this um but i talked enough <laughs> what, what do you guys think about it uh, i don't culture shock almost because like it it was such a big impact when it came out um i remember listening to it uh when it came out and i was just shook (laughs) i was like what (laughs) um because like for for me personally so like my my dad always used to play like oldies like r&b stuff and then of course you know my my brothers would play you know like rap so this was like the perfect mix between both both worlds um and yeah dude i i i love this album so much uh 
a parking lot. Like I, I love that song on that album, Parking Lot. Um, and also uh, The Bird, super good. Um, I used to uh, draw to like this album. Like I used to like draw and then like put this album on. It just like made me feel very creative. I think there's something like that in terms of um, R&B, like really, when you get like soulful and stuff like that, like it really like speaks to to people, you know? And it, it spoke to me like a lot and it made me more creative than, than I thought I was. <laughs> but it, you know, like it, it helped out, you know? I think this album is like very important. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you kind of, to kind of tie into a point that you just made, George, uh, it's a very creative album. And that's the thing with Anderson Pack, or Anderson Pack, however the hell you say it. I still think the jury's out on that. Uh, <laughs> it's every project he has, even like my personal, like I love Malibu. I love this album. Uh, I didn't listen to all of it when it first came out. And so listening to it this week was really nice. Uh, but my favorite album by him is No Worries with Knowledge, or Yes Load, that project, which I'm still trying to cop. I keep fucking up and not grabbing it when I go to Moon Rock. But any besides, that's not what we're talking about. Uh, every project, I feel like that Anderson is on as like a main dude. There's so much shit going on. There's, like you guys said, like five different genres that this guy can get pigeonholed into. And it's because he's an instrumentalist that also raps. And so he has a deeper appreciation for music. And that's why, you know, I'm not a psychiatrist, but I can imagine that's why you felt more creative when you listened to it, because that's what he does. He's a very creative dude. Like, it's unreal, the the talent that this guy has. I think, like, it's, like, very important to, like, highlight that he, like you said, he raps, but he fucking sings while rapping, which is fucking, like, crazy. But he yeah. nails it so right. It's not cringy. It's not stupid. Like, he does it so fucking good. Yeah, exactly. And, like, Jacob, you had said the production on this is is insane. And I want to mention it before you do. Uh, so, um, on that Schoolboy Q song, the... Am I wrong? Yeah, Am I Wrong? That's a... Or not, Am I Wrong? Shit, I'm thinking of the wrong one. The Rhapsody song, uh, Without You, uh, samples oh. Molasses by Hiatus Coyote, which is yeah. which is my favorite Hiatus Coyote song off my favorite album by them. And I literally was like pulling into the grocery store on my way home from work, and that song came on, and I said, <laughs> like, I thought I finished the album, and I thought that it was just like auto-queuing up like Hiatus, and I was like, yeah. yeah. And then it started, the kissing, the touching, and I was like, I played that shit three times in a row when I first heard it. I was like, get out of here. Uh, just beautiful. is such a good song, too. Awesome. Yeah. Dude, yes. I love that song. I love that song because, like, the melody is so fucking crazy. I can't even, like, fathom, like, how they produced it because, like, it's such a good melody. Yeah, that's that's the song that uh, Lightweight is a song with. It has Free Nationals, yeah. Which Free Nationals is like a great like band. 
Um, by the way, like in live performances and even like in certain songs, yeah, Anderson Pock is the drummer and also the vocalist, which is fucking badass. It's dope as hell um, that he can do like he really is like a like a guy, a man of like all traits. Like he can do it all. Um, I think that's kind of like going back to like what Dorian said. I think that's kind of like why it made me creative because I realized like this dude is like doing multiple things. Like he has like a he's doing different mediums. If that makes sense. Um, and that's kind of like what I do too. Um, obviously, I don't practice it much, but I do have like different mediums, and I think like that's why it made me like creative. I think Anderson Pack like damn like he's such a good creative person it's like really like overwhelming sometimes it's kind of hard to like think about it <laughs> yeah yeah no it's it's insane like all that he does and the fact that he had like he made this album that had like so many people on it um because venice it it did have some features but it wasn't anything too crazy it didn't have like mainstream like big like huge producer names and like huge people that were on it because this album it has as far as production goes it's like the top of the top like the cream of the crop like mad lib ninth wonder katronada even for the vocalists it had they had katronada and also ninth wonder in one fucking album is absolutely fucking crazy yeah i cannot believe like dude yeah this that that this album's so fucking good, dude. <laughs> it's it's one of those albums that I can I think like it is in my opinion like as good as music gets. Um, yeah. Every song like has like just a rhythm and like just a flow that you could just listen and you're just like head bobbing and like sometimes he's like rapping and he's going in and other times it's like smooth and methodical. But you're like vibing with it and you're like, oh, this is like not hip hop. This is not rap. But you're like, you're moving it's to it, you know? Very genre bending. Yeah. I would definitely describe this album as genre bending. Um, and like, I mean, you're, Jacob, you're a fan of the internet, right? Mm hmm. So like their album, the internet, is like I feel like is similar to to this album Malibu because it's very like neo soul. It's not here, it's not there. It's like really just like treading on like a fine line between different genres. Um, yeah, I I really think like this album is like awesome and. Uh, I mean, we'll probably talk about it later, but Silk Sonic is fucking cool, right? <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, go ahead, Dorian. I know you got something to say. Uh, so... Shit. Uh, so one thing just about, like, production and how a song can get put together and still kind of work. Uh, Am I Wrong? The song that I mistakenly mentioned earlier with Schoolboy Q on it, the first part of that like when you listen to it there's a there is a lot going on in it and it's almost chaotic sounding it's like holy, holy fuck what is, what are we doing guys like and then schoolboy q comes on and it's like 
And I feel like without the Schoolboy Q verse, the song would almost not work because of just how much is going on in it. And then, you know, Anderson does his thing, which, you know, kind of does tie it together. And then the Schoolboy really just really puts that last plank of the house up, per se. He did his thing. Like, he really fucking went hard on that fucking song. Yeah, and that's the thing is uh, Anderson can get these... It's like a fun song. It's like a fun song <laughs> yeah and anderson pack can get these people on albums and on tracks that they don't necessarily that that isn't you know if you listen to like a schoolboy q solo project you're not going to hear a song like that on there yeah no and, yeah, and the thing that i love the most about it because i'm i'm a huge schoolboy q fan i fucking love him uh is that his rap style as you guys know is very much just mellow it's like stoner rap that's exactly what it is it's very mellow you know very just groovy this he's he is spitting so fast and i'm like i almost forgot that he could do that i was like dude you haven't i was like did you ever rap like this in fucking forever yeah like so i would say that and without you probably my two favorite songs uh come down I can't not just like sit there and drive like this when that comes on. I remember when that was on an Apple commercial back in the day, and I thought that was the fucking coolest thing ever. I love, we were talking about this earlier in the week, last week. I love how Anderson Pack, I've always, I mean, I, I knew that he was like, that he existed and that he made music. And I really, like, recently, like, the last couple of years, really started appreciating it. But I've always kind of viewed him as, like, the underground, like, Bruno Mars, in a way. Yeah. He's, like, you could, he's kind of like Bruno Mars in a way that he, like, he's, like, he can make, like, pop songs and, like, hit, hit songs. But at the same time, he, like, raps. He's rap-orientated. Yeah, he yeah. has like he has like a group or or a group. He has a duo that's like him and uh, him and him, him and knowledge. Yeah, they have uh, an album. Yes, Laura Dorian mentioned it. Yeah, I he, the fucking song that I fucking love about that fucking album. Yeah, I yeah, uh, yeah. that album is is also a fucking banger, and yeah. it's like I've always viewed him kind of as like a Bruno Mars in a way because he. He's like the best of both worlds. Like he can rap and he like, you know, he also does that. Yeah, it's like perfect. It's like the perfect. I think like he's really like genre like bending, you know, because he is like very neo soul, but also like like you said, Jacob, he fucking raps, um, and he could do both. And really, I think what's like stands out like to me is that. He has like a kind of like raspy like voice. And it sounds kind of unique. And it's pretty good. You know? Yeah. But like the funny thing about that, of like thinking that, is that they ended up like linking up like Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. Right. And, so and Sonic. They, yeah. And so Sonic, dude, like. Pretty fire. <laughs> about, yeah. Talk about like another perfect like album. Like. And it, it's insane. I feel like anything that this guy does, like, will just blossom and just, like, you you just see, like, how it, it elevates him to, like, the next level. Yeah, it works. Yeah. I actually, like, was a fucking hater of 
fucking Bruno Mars. <laughs> well, it's because it took him a while to evolve. Yeah. He was I really think just he did, like pop shit, and then I just didn't. He was like actually like very good. Like he's a very talented person. Yeah, that's the that's the kicker with him was that when he when Bruno Mars first came out, he was very much just like radio top forty, and then it's one of those weird instances that happens every once in a while where an artist you know is in the mainstream for a while, and then they're like, wait, I actually appreciate all of this other shit. It's the iceberg effect, you know? Like yeah. You see the top of the iceberg, but there's so much more to it. And right. It's the same thing. With, it's the thing with both of them, and that's why, like when Jacob and I brought when he brought that up to me last week, I was like, yeah, well, it's because they're a Venn diagram. They each have the soulful shit in the middle. <laughs> yeah. got the more rap side over here, and Bruno's got the more poppy folk, like, I don't know, pop radio hit side. And, and then they came together. Fucking and... works out, dude. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, yeah, for sure, I... I, I liked I liked this pick for this week because it made me come back to it and I was like dude, this album's so good like I I can't like express like cause, like most of these songs like I don't skip like I don't skip any song like every song I love I love every song M- mainly for me it's the uh, the Free National song with the Free Nationals um, lightweight lightweight is such a good fucking song dude. with you i love without you um and then i really like the waters also so those three are probably my picks mm. of my songs on this album but every song on here dude like i like lightweight uh the bird and also parking lot uh i think those are my my favorite i think i might have added it on the playlist but Yeah, I'd say my three, Am I Wrong, Without You, and... Uh, Am I Wrong? God, fuck, that's either so fucking banger. Either Room in Here or Come Down, just because oh, that God. bass... It's, the, the thing room? for Come Down for me is that fucking bass line is so fat. Yeah. It's just unreal. <laughs> it's such a good fucking album. Jacob, you fucking... Hit it out of a fucking park with this fucking album, dude. Like, that's you fucking picked a very good album, dude. Someone's gotta do it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it my pick? Yeah. All right. And speaking of something that someone had to do. Yeah. Yeah. The hacks. <laughs> yes, or whatever by Quasimodo. Mm-hmm. The last Quasimodo album that has ever been put out uh, from 2013. It is not even. Like, it wasn't something that, uh, so for backstory for people that don't know, Quasimodo is Madlib Production with his own rapping on it, but he hated the sound of his own voice because he rapped very low, monotone, and slow. And so he was, like, fucking around. It was back early when he got signed to Stone's Throw Records. Uh, also, for y'all out there, there's a great uh, documentary on YouTube called Our Vinyl Weighs a Ton about Stone's Throw. Uh, they talk about Jeff Jank. Uh, there's a couple other artists that I cannot remember right now. Quaz, Madlib, uh, Homeboy Sandman is in there too. If any of y'all know him, um, but yeah, check that out because uh, it talks about this uh, in there. So yeah, what Madlib? Fuck, I want to see that. What's yeah, 
I'll send a, I'll send a link. Uh, but what Madlib did, because he didn't like his own rapping because he was just a producer, he pitched the sound of his voice up and sped it up to match over the beat. And then Peanut Butter Wolf, the founder of Stone's Throat, was like, all right, we're going to do like a This Is Stone's Peanut Throat record. So fucking fire, dude. Oh, yeah. He's also fantastic. Yeah. It was like a like a basically an introductory album. And on the B side, uh, Madlib slipped in a Quasimodo song. Peanut Butter Wolf came to him and was like, "What the fuck is this?" And Madlib's like, "Oh, I'm I'm sorry, dude. Like that wasn't supposed to be on there. Like I was just doing that to kind of fuck around." And he's like, "We talked about this." Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "I," he's like, "I love that shit." He's like, "Do a full album." And so that's how this started. And uh, this wasn't even this wasn't even an album that like uh, Madlib went to the studio and like produced and made, it's a compilation album of shit that was either on, un- that's either unreleased or on vinyls that were out of press. And if you listen to all of Quaz's discography, you can tell because there's samples on here that are on further adventures of Lord Quaz. <clears throat> and so, uh, it's just, that's, pretty wild to me that it's just a compilation album and it makes sense because there's no misses on here the the whole thing is fantastic this is like ever since i got this album because also side note uh quasimodo is the only artist that i have owned at least one album on all three mediums both or included so cassette i had further adventures of lord quaz i have I'm missing one Quaz album to have all of them on vinyl, and I had this on CD too back in the day. I still do. It's just in my grandma's attic. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Quasimodo. I know CDs are fucking hella fucking underrated, dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. I had a I had a car with a six disc changer, dude. I had to buy CDs. Dude, dude. <laughs> CDs but, shit. Yeah, uh, like, uh, you got the the thing with you could put all the CD like a CD sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> on the on the mirror on the visor <laughs> but no what did y'all I think, think fucking uh cd the reason why like i have like you know like i like cds is because they do have like art in them but then also like literally our generation we grew up with fucking cds dude you know like that was our thing like we oh, had yeah. Oh, yeah. that was fucking cool yeah uh but back on fucking quasimodo like mad lib like it, it's like a very strange thing to think about and i often like ponder that this idea with like mf doom r.i.p and then also mad lib they have like multiple personalities and i feel like it's pretty fucking sick because like they use it they use it to their advantage um and yeah i don't know like it's just fucking sick to to see you know mad lib doing the high high pitch low pitch and then he's also fucking doing the fucking beat like damn dude it's fucking ill as fuck. I think, damn, like Mad Lib is really like super cool. Um, I mean, both of you guys have heard of uh, Shades of Blue, right? That album. 
fucking so fucking sick. Uh, but then, for example, like for him to have like that, and then also do Quasimodo. It's like, dude, this guy's a fucking genius. Like, how the fuck do you like? He did like this one album under Madlib. Then he does Quas. Wild. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck wild. I I over I I was doing something, but I overheard you already mention it. The fact that he kind of. I don't know who started it. I don't know who who's mimicking mimicking who, but like Madlib having the or MF Doom having these like personas and like these other like these other personal personalities and then like Madlib over here with with uh, with Quasimodo. Like I love that. I love that he like branches off to his own thing and like he's still doing his his production for his own instrumentals and he's still producing for other people. But then he does this like side, this side thing that he kind of like, it looks like he's just like doing it for fun at first, but then it like really launches into like its own career and like its own thing. So he has, he's like balancing both of these, like both of these people kind of like Doom did um, with all of his other people, with all of his other like uh, personalities. Um, So I love that. I think that's really cool. It kind of shows like how like, the mindset of like these people like these artists that they're like able to be able to juggle like so many things and like make something that's so great because this album fucking love this album this is an album that i own too so when you brought it up dorian i was excited because i have two of the albums that gonna, <laughs> i have two of the albums that we're going to be talking about that i can actually spin you know so this album i love it front to back it's fucking great um my favorite songs on this probably are um i really like astronaut planet attack the um, planet attack is so planet attack banger um uh catching a vibe catching a vibe is fun and am i confused am i confused dude slaps i love it because it's like it's I, it's like so I think it's so much different to all the other songs just because it's so much more like it sounds like a rap song. It doesn't sound like like so much like because some of these other songs, they're like more instrumental and more like experimental. But I feel like this song, like Am I Confused, it's more like straight up, just like a rap song. And it's just like a beat that you hear like the bass line and then you hear some like samples in the background and you just hear quads just coming in switching back and forth it sounds like it's like two people that are rapping yeah and like just one person that's the that's the thing that i love about both madlib and metal fingers production is that they're very vocal sample they're they're uh very vocal sample heavy in this album especially like am i confused you just mentioned it it was it's like he's sitting there scratching the shit out of it he's like am am i am i confused or am i like so badass and then uh another thing that i really like about this is in earlier quaz projects uh madlib's real voice isn't really present on this it's like every other song is him and quaz trading bars which i never like after hearing the backstory to it i was like oh that won't ever be a thing and then it is very prominently on this album unreal 
you basically picked all three of my favorite songs on there, or two of them. My actual favorite song that's been my favorite song on there for years is uh, Green Power. Uh, just super smooth, vibey. I always said because uh, because of like me DJing and stuff, I said if I ever do a gig, like after I stop mixing my set, I'm going to put that on as I walk off stage. Like that's just a perfect like <laughs> night. That's like a night yeah. ender, you know? Just. <laughs> I'm gonna go smoke a bowl and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, went up. I think my favorite song off this album is Seasons Change. And I know that's kind of like not popular like song off this album, but I love that one. Season change for some reason fucking is so fire to me because Da-da. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, it's such a good fucking song. Like, I absolutely love Season Change, dude. Um, dude, Mad Lib is so fucking. He's a fucking genius, dude. Yeah, dude, it's it's crazy. I I love that how he like he makes this album sound like he has like someone rapping with him like it sounds like on some of these songs that it's like two people that are rapping and trading bars but it's just right, him. right. it's literally just him it's just him just changing his voice like how it sounds you're right yeah it's fucking crazy dude i love i love the fact that he can do that and make it work um because no one else no one else that you can think of like does it like Mad Lib, especially with well, the beat. other than than you know fucking MF Doom, but like that's like him and both of them like do like very good fucking shit, dude. Yeah, and like, I mean they're it's... fucking lame, dude. Like they literally made a whole fucking lane, dude. Very much so. It, that's fucking mind blowing that they literally just made a fucking lane. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, uh, it's unreal. And, you know, we talked last week with Good Kid uh, how I personally am a big fan of songs that have two parts, especially in rap music. And especially mm-hmm. on a project this short, I think it clocks in at about 32 minutes easy to blast through all the songs are super short one of my favorite songs that you mentioned jacob astronaut um a couple things about that the intro where it's like you ain't no astronaut and then that beat kicks in and it's like but we've been out here in orbit it's like and then it you think it's finishing and then it you know kind of slows down and then the beat kicks back up but there's some changes to it and then it's like look out for double d she lying i'm telling you who you gonna believe her or me and i'm like is the same (laughs) song i'm like holy fuck (laughs) like (laughs) yeah dude it's i love it i love this album i love the the artwork to the album too i think it's cool how like he created this other person the, the back album cover it's so badass like, it just looks so simple, but it's, like, at the same time, I feel like it paints a picture of, like, what it is. Like, Quasimodo is just this guy. He's, like, chilling. He just makes beats. He raps here and there, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, same thing. Like I know you have it too. I have it too. I don't want to peel it off, but you can peel off the sticker on the front cover, and it like reveals like all the like insides, and like you can see like a skeleton and all that shit. Like it's it's some like creative stuff, especially if like wanting to make you own the like a picture. Yeah, I did. I peeled it off and then stuck it right back on on my CD copy. So I only saw it for like five seconds, but it's it's pretty yeah, cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I almost want to get another copy of it on CD so I can just have the sticker. Just to feel it. Yeah, but it, it's 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 fucking uh I love it. I think this really it kinda it kinda adds to like the greatness of Mad Lib and like how great of a producer is and he is like a producer. because um, if you think of production like you can't not mention this guy. He's a experimentalist. Mm-hmm. What he is easily my favorite producer of all time. Uh, uh, like fucking goes hard. I I love Alk. You know I love Knowledge. You know all these guys, but there's something about Madlib that just it never misses, in my opinion. Yeah, it does. And to kind of just talk about album album structure is i couldn't rearrange this album to save my life if you wanted me to like i think <laughs> i think everything just goes like and that's the beauty that's why i love listening to vinyl and collecting is one the album artwork having a 12 by 12 of your favorite albums artwork <laughs> fuck yeah sign me up yeah. two it's how things are meant to be listened to a lot of the time especially an album like this where everything just perfect leads into each other and speaking on that uh broad factor being the first song on the album that like that sets the tone right there when quaz says i got the neck breaking butt shaking beats of this year like that's it like (laughs) that you're just in for a ride and it's gonna be a fucking banger like incredible album i'm so happy that i have it on vinyl now and so happy that we got to talk about it (laughs) i knew it was gonna happen pause um, aka Madlib, Metal Fingers, MF Doom, and Pharrell Williams, and also like Kanye are like up here, dude, with like producing. Like it's fucking wild, and also Jay Dilla, and also his little brother Illa J. Like, dude. They're like on some next level shit, dude. They always fucking deliver with fucking beats, dude. And it's good, you know? It's good. I mean, obviously, this album was fucking fire. (laughs) Hell yeah. And I'll be bringing up, I'll probably, I'm trying to get his first album or the Quaz, the first Quaz album, The Unseen. I'm trying yeah. to pop that, and I am going to filter. We will, at some point, end up talking about all three of Quaz's <laughs> albums. Just because yeah. they're... Like, I I listened to... Last week, I listened to Yes or whatever, and then I went and listened to Further Adventures of Lord Quaz, because I hadn't spun it in months. And I was like, dude, this is... This is fantastic, too. I was like, I don't think that he misses at all. And then I went to Spotify and streamed The Unseen, and I was like, nope, that's a fact. Everything's a 10 out of 10. Like, you can't, like, you can't not talk about him. But mm. that is all I personally have to say about Yes or whatever. 
Yeah. And I concluded with my thoughts. Alrighty. So next up, uh, last but certainly not least, we've got George's album. What did you bring for show and tell this week? Yes, yeah, Genesis by Domo Genesis. Um, first of all, I love this album art cover. It's so fucking cool. Um, but also I feel like um, so like Domo Genesis kind of is like like underground. But he's also, like, kind of pop a little bit. Um, And I feel like he really does, like, a specific thing in the rap game, if that makes sense. Um, So, Anderson Pack, yes. Dapper on this fucking album. It goes so fucking hard. I love this song. It just, it fucking, I'll ride my bike to it. Like, I feel good when I listen to that. Um, but I feel like Domo Genesis, I mean, you guys know the, the Lorder, Lorder fucking squad, right? Tyler, the creator, you know, fucking Earl Sweatshirt. Earl Sweatshirt is my favorite, but honestly, I feel like Domo is, like, on another level. And I think he's kind of, like, underestimated a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, and the fact that he had, like, a song with fucking Mac Miller. Yeah. So fucking dope. Um, and then, like, obviously, like, you guys know, like, I'm... I'm kind of awkward, right? Yeah. That song, Awkward Groove, really resonates with me, like, a lot, dude. Um, yeah, he, like, hold on, I gotta look up the lyrics. Can I but, just... uh, uh, do you guys have any thoughts on this, on this album? Yeah, yeah, I got, I got thoughts on this album. Um, I love, I like, I do like this album. Um, this album... I I came to discover it in high school. Um, I first of all, I don't know why the fuck my camera's like pinkish. <laughs> Me and Dorian were tripping about it. All that I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's I don't know, it's something. It wasn't even the it's fact. It's the fact that it keeps changing from like green to blue to pink. Yeah. Like, I thought you had a color changing light bulb in your apartment. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. It's a, it's a, it's a snap of the finger. You, wrong. About um, this album is that he had uh, Juicy J and also Wiz Khalifa on one fucking song. Like what the fuck? Like that's so different, dude. Like I never thought that Wiz Khalifa and Juicy J would be on a one song together with fucking domo like that's fucking okay. i i like this album because i like i like i was saying i discovered this album in like high school because yeah i used to listen to a lot of um a lot of tyler um yeah. a, a lot a lot of tyler the creator that he would always have 
um, you know, like features on on what was that group? Odd Future, like Odd Future. I uh, listen to a lot of Tyler. It's not an Odd Future, and I remember in high school, like I was listening to a lot of music. I still do, and I was listening to Odd Future, and I was like, hey, this has been a while since this album. Like, I wonder where these guys are at. And that's how I came to discover, you know, like Earl Sweatshirt's doing his own thing. He's got his own albums. Um, Frank Ocean, he's doing his own thing. He's in his whole new lane. He's making great music. And then I found out about Dumbo Genesis that he makes his own album also. And I heard this album. I didn't listen to all the songs. I listened mainly just to like the like the bangers on here, like the Mac Miller song. Um, the song that he has on there with Anderson Pack, um, the song that he has on there, he has a song on there with um, with the the All Night. I listen to All Night with with uh, King Chip. I have no idea who King Chip is, but he does his thing on that song. Um, Kid Cudi, like they, so both of them like were like good friends and like did a lot of projects together. King Chip and Kid Cudi did a lot of shit together. So I was very surprised that, you know, he did something with, you know. Yeah, but when I heard it, I was like, dude, this, I like Domo Genesis. And I like his voice. I like the way he raps. Um, the way he raps is, it's very, it's very lyrical. Um, plus mixed with like good beats and good production. I feel like you can't miss. Um, so hearing back this album, this is actually the first time that I had listened to like the full album. Mm-hmm. I had only listened to like a couple songs, but I heard this full album and I liked it. Um, I really liked it. I liked um, Awkward Groove. I really liked, um, I liked, what song was it? It's like a longer song, um, a longer song on the album. I want to say it's, one below yeah it's one below one below is very good dude yeah one below how it it's like takes a while because is it like poetry or like it's spoken word it's definitely just poetry yeah but when you listen to it, it's fucking very good yeah no i love that i love how in rap especially in hip-hop you'll hear a lot more poetry and like spoken word almost from like rappers and like um from poets so I like that that was included in that song, and yeah. then it just changes and it just flips, and then Domo just starts going in. Um, he goes fucking hard, dude. Yeah, and I think listening to it, it like made me like think about it. I was like, dude, this is really good. Like I really like his voice. Like I I'd heard him before. I had heard single that he did, but listening to this full album, it made me appreciate it a lot more. So yeah. yeah. On Awkward Groove, like, the, the fucking lyric that fucking stands out to me is, uh, saying, dancing to this drum in my heart, it's such an awkward groove. I'm awkward. So, like, him saying that was just, like, I love that, dude. Like, I could resonate with that. Like, it was fucking good. Um, I think Domo is definitely, like, a very lyrical very soulful like person and i don't think that really he he doesn't get the fucking respect that he deserves i feel like 
But that's a hot take. But yeah. Yeah. Um, this was the first time I've ever actually listened to a full Domo Genesis project. Um, I had heard the Mac Miller track off of it uh, from a friend of mine. Uh, the, my introduction to Domo Genesis actually on a track mainly by himself was Rolling Papers off of the 12 Odd Future Songs mixtape yeah. that had Tyler on it because I'm a huge yeah. Tyler fan. So I was looking for anything and anything, anything and everything with him on there. Uh, Rolling Papers, great song. Um, but yeah, I had never, and that song's like really aggressive too. And I went and like after listening to this, I was like, wait, this is this is Domo Genesis. Let me go listen to that song to like compare and contrast. Dude has really come into his own, you know, as far as uh, a performer, a musician, rapper. Uh, I really liked this. Um, I had a hot take and told Jacob that I wasn't, I was like, ah, it's like I'm having a hard time like latching onto this. And then I listened to it again today and I was like, no, this is actually great. This is actually really good. Um, other than the bangers on it, obviously. Um, I liked Coming Back, One Below, you guys mentioned. Oh. Uh, a great song. Like, another thing where it's, like, just has an excessively long intro, and then it's right into it. Um, uh, Gas was probably the perfect... was probably the perfect beat for Tyler to hop on. I w- yeah. And, here's the crazy thing here's the crazy thing I was listening to it while I was driving so I don't look at my phone I'm a responsible driver um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the track questions is like two tracks before gas and I heard and I heard that beat to questions and I was like oh this goes hard I was like this must be the Tyler this must be the Tyler track because I looked through the track list and I was like oh this must be what Tyler's going to hop on and he wasn't on there and i was like okay well he easily could have been on that track pardon me and then gas came on and i love anything that wiz and juicy j do together that's Um, what i was saying was like dude i can't believe fucking domo had wiz and also juicy j on one fucking track i mean that probably honestly honestly probably wasn't hard wild probably was not hard for him to get that to happen because they are very close uh whiz and juicy uh but no that was the perfect beat for the two of them to hop on and you know really shine and then tyler as well it was like what the fuck like that was the like i agree with you it's wild that domo got both of those guys on it but to also have tyler the creator on there too i was like that's perfect because this would have been a wasted beat with your connection to tyler like you're that connected to tyler you didn't put him on this track with this beat like you're a dumbass but i was like holy shit oh my like that was fucking awesome <laughs> and like, obviously you mentioned that how like the the go gas is like i think it's so so like odd future and so Tyler the Creator. It's like, definitely you the beat, very odd here. You the beat and it sounds exactly like something you'd hear off off odd future. Like mm-hmm. on the chorus, like the little like I can't I can't even replicate the the, the sound. It's like just a weird sound, but it's like the high pitch like <laughs> like but weird like whatever it is. It sounds so much like Tyler's like albums, like his older albums. Um, 
So I was like, dude, this album is so Tyler the Creator. It was insane. And then coming back to coming back, um, the Mac Miller song. That song is such a banger, dude. It's like nothing to do except smoke and drive. I'm like, dude, I I love that he's not even Mac Miller doesn't even like rap on it per se, but he's just on the hook. And he does his job, dude. Like yeah. he makes it so good. Like him just being on there. His fucking words are like fire because I'm like I can also resonate with that because obviously like it's no secret I like drinking. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's like yeah I just fucking made hoes cry fucking drinking all the time you know. Um, but also so I mean obviously like Jacob and then Eudorian were fans of alchemists right the first time i heard domo genesis was on a fucking alchemist fucking album and it was him prodigy r.i.p and domo i will send that to you guys later but dude that was the first time i heard domo and i was like this dude's fucking fired but I thought it was so interesting that an old head prodigy and then Alchemist producing the beat and then also working with fucking Domo. I was like, dude, this is fucking way different. Um, and that did, I will fucking send it to you later, but this fucking song is so fucking fire. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of like a little bit upset because I feel like Domo is like fucking so fire, dude. Um, there's, I think it's his second album. Isn't it his like first album? Online. Oh. It's called Online. It was made in 2018. Online. That album is so fucking good. Um. Yeah, dude. I mean, I guess basically, like, the only thing I'm trying to say is that, like, he's, he's fucking very underrated. <laughs> very much so. To compare it to, for like something that we talked about last week, uh, I feel like he's talented enough. But there's certain things, I don't know, like, people getting into, like, people getting into these, like, off-kilter rappers is, you know, people have their own qualms or whatever. Like I mentioned last week, like these, uh, like, Boldy, Benny the Butcher, Westside, those Griselda rappers are really hard to put into a box. So I just call them obscure rappers because they're not quite mainstream, but they work with people that are. And I feel like Domo is kind of in that same kind of... He's in that same lane. He's in that same box to where he's really talented, but not enough people know about him because that was that's the problem when you have a rap group right. and then everyone breaks up, is that there's going to be people that get way more popular and everyone fucking forgets about everybody. Yeah. Luckily, Earl Sweatshirt managed to pull himself out of that. Domo's on his way to do the same. I haven't heard anything from Haji Beats. Literally, like, Haji Beats. Yeah, dude. fucking Earl Sweatshirt album. I'm like waiting for that. 
by Fashion Nova. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there is like a fucking. Uh, are you familiar with the fucking stupid like Fashion Nova fucking shit, Dorian? Oh so, my god, George. <laughs> so like when. Oh, fucking Griselda, like, has, like, a fucking little intro where saying, like... It's like an ad-lib. Yeah, it's, like, Griselda, but also... <laughs> you gotta hear it. It's, like, they. it says, like, Griselda <laughs> by Fashion Rebel. It's, like, fucking Fashion Nova, dude. Yeah, it fucking like, makes me laugh every time, dude. It's so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> this now but i think i think this album i think it's really great i really liked it um brought me back to demo genesis i still listen every now and then it'll come on on my shuffle like the mac miller song or um the song that he has on there with tyler and i'm like dude like you gotta let it play out because it's great but this week I, I really... fucking mac miller dude i can't believe that's fucking crazy huh yeah dude fucking passed away yeah, R.I.P., dude. R.I.P. We'll dive into one of his albums at some point, trust me. Nice. Any more thoughts on Genesis? All right, bet. Well, let's uh, dive into next week's albums. Uh, Jacob, what do you got next week? Yeah, so next week we... Well, rather this week, because next week kind of... We're doing this part a little a little later in the week. But this week is, you were probably going to bring this up, Doran, but this Saturday is Record Store Day. Um, Record Store Day typically only happens once a year. It was happening once a year for the longest, but last year they did it twice a year, and this year they might do it twice a year. Mm -hmm. And Record Store Day is like one of those days that it, encourages people to go to local record stores and pick up like exclusive and like new and like rare stuff you could say um mind the (laughs) outside but since this saturday is record store day i'm gonna meet my mic real quick because there's cops passing by anyways um since this saturday is record store day we figured why don't we make it a shorter listen since we're doing this a little later Let's do singles and EPs. So singles. What the fuck? So like singles and like shorter songs or what have you, or like a shorter album. Um, so this week, my single yes. is uh, Joey Badass. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Waves. If I can get it out. I can't get it out. It's been a minute since I touched this. But I have this single. Um, it's got two songs on it. It's got the Wave song, and it's got the song on there that's got a uh, Black Hippie. Yeah. In other words, um, what's his face? Absol. Absol. So, yeah, that is my pick for this week. Right, you, Dorian. And I am also doing a single, a genre we actually haven't touched on at all. Oh, One of my. We're going. Yes. We're going flat beat by Mr. Oizo. 
Uh, side one is Flappy, and then Monday Massacre and Sick Dog Try to Speak. Um, fucking French Mr. Oizel. <laughs> French the techno. French music. fucking techno shit is so fucking fire, dude. One of my biggest influences that got me into DJing, and I will touch more on that next week, but I'm very excited to talk about that. <laughs> Fucking sick, dude. Oh yeah, dude. I love fucking Mr. Oizo. So, dude, Cut Dick is such a fucking fire ass fucking song, dude. Damn. Um, Flat Beat Fifty Five, I think it's called, is fucking fire. What uh, what are you? What's your pick, uh, George? So, I'm gonna just fucking show it on here, but it's uh. The getting off stage step one by, um. Ooh, okay. People under the stairs. Okay, I I know that. I know that. All right. Yeah, it's uh. Six songs, twenty five minutes. Yeah. Hell yeah! It's I'm excited to fucking EP. Yeah, like, I'm excited. Guys, I'm excited to listen to both of those. Dude, you will. You guys will fucking like this. Like, yeah. Fuck, dude. hell I, yeah, you guys will fucking like it. Hell yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited as always for next week or this Sunday, Saturday. Uh, so, a couple things just to touch on what Jacob said. This Saturday, April 23rd, is in fact Record Store Day. If you live within any proximity to a record store go out and see what you can find even if you don't fucking collect maybe it'll start your collection uh i can tell you right now jacob and i uh were a part of a we bought albums or a particular album in a drop that uh we didn't think we'd be able to get they're re-releasing it for record store day and it's not even a year since that happened um there's some just absolute bangers coming out. Uh, we've seen the release. Uh, if you just look up Record Store Day on Google, you can see what's potentially being dropped. Go support your local record stores. Uh, I can guarantee you there's at least one dope-ass motherfucker working in there. Um, so yeah, go participate in Record Store Day. Even if you don't collect and you collect CDs or tapes, they will also release badass CDs and tapes. So go out. Record store day. It's fucking April. Our areas had shitty weather recently, but you might live in God knows where. So go out, support your local record store, please. Uh, second thing for uh, next, because honestly, like I, uh, like I made to filming, so I think like I would like do like cool like filming shit for uh, when you guys pick like records and shit like that. Oh yeah, so I'm very excited for that. Uh, yeah, we'll have we'll have a dope we'll have some dope content next week, um, and from there on out, I think. Uh, also, just to let the regular listener know, uh, episode ten, we're going to do something special. We're all three going to be together in person, uh, potentially for the first time. We've kind of flirted with it for some of these other episodes, but kind of seems like episode 10 is you know that's monumental 10 episodes that we've done this uh and we're also going to dedicate that day strictly to alchemist, alchemist? Yeah. Because we, have <laughs> talked so a lot about alchemist. we all love him uh 
And so, yeah, we're going to do three Alchemist-produced records on episode 10. We'll be in person, get to see us vibe a little bit, see our chemistry really, really pour out. Uh, but yeah, other than that, have a great, safe week. Go to your local record store. Saturday, 23rd. This has been What You Spin in Episode 6. Deuces.